Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys have a fantastic day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, we've been going through, I think this past week, of cultivating an emotional maturity. Or developing emotional uh, maturity, such as figuring out what your triggers are, figuring out how to achieve, not how to achieve, how to get better um, handle on the deceptions that sin gives us, how to overcome it, you know, how to give over, how to overcome the mindset of people stating, well, you're not good enough, or you're not worth um, very much, or you're always alone, you know, and so... Let's, you know, as we conclude today, let's start off with a word of prayer because I'm going to talk to you about, I think, 14 different, uh, 14 different points of how to achieve a balanced life in regards of the emotional triggers. With this in mind, let's dive in with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. Lord, we are so blessed to have you in our lives. We know that you love us no matter what. May you guide us and protect us, Lord, as we go out each day, Lord. Help us to continue working on our triggers, Lord. Help us cope around that. Help us not to have it control us. And Lord, may you guide us as we go out and minister to others. As we go out and just tell the good news about what you have given us, Lord, of eternal and everlasting life. May you give us the protection that you need, Lord. And Lord, you are a sovereign God. May you guide us as we go out into the day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So with this in mind, um, we are in Roman. If you want to jump to the Bible, we are in uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 2. It states, set your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. So set your minds on the things above, not on the things on the earth. So what does that mean to us? How does that correlate to our, uh, in our walk? Pretty much what Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 is stating that focus on the prize. Focus on running, running into Jesus' arms and him hugging you and embracing that hug and him stating to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. You know, that's the things that we have to focus on above. The thing, and also focus on, you know, when we pass away, um, how we're not going to be uh, faced with illness. We're not going to be faced with uh, the depravity of man. We're not going to have to face any of that. We're going to have everlasting peace, everlasting life, and just time with our Heavenly Father. That we all want at each day. But if we focus on the things on the earth, which I, you know, I I have struggled with this second Colossians chapter two. I have struggled it because it's so hard when the things on earth is attacking you, attacking your faith, and attacking things. And it's hard for us to focus on the things above because it's you're in the present. And that's where that faith comes in. You know, to have faith in everything. Have faith in the chair that you're going to sit in. Have faith that your car's going to start. Have faith that your car's not going to blow up. And see, and that's the thing that 
I have struggled, and that's one of the triggers that uh, has just, you know, been a huge obstacle in my life. Because I'm always prepared. You know, I'm always making sure that, you know, what's going to happen. You know, one instance, if you ever plan for a trip or I'm sure you're just, if you graduated college or high school, you're trying to save money for your career. You know, if you're not in college, you're trying to save money for a house. So you're preparing yourself. You're budgeting. But there's nothing really thing that you can budget. You can only prepare so much. But when you are faced in a sinful world, you have to be uh, on guard. And that's the thing that I have struggled with. And it's one of the things that send implants in my head that I have to pray each and every day. Thinking, okay, something's bad going to happen. You know, or uh, you're not prepared enough. Or how do you really know you're going to up to heaven if you do pass away? That's one of the biggest deceptions that I have struggled with. And when those things come in, do I get nervous? Yes. Do I... Do I go to somebody and I talk to somebody and I break down and say, hey, I am nervous about what's going to happen. Can I pray? Yes. Do I go straight to the Bible after? Like when I have those thoughts? No, I don't. And I'm being very transparent and open with you. I struggle with um, with that kind of a deception. I struggle on, on f- not focusing on the things of the earth. I focus too much on things on the earth. And it's a struggle. It's a daily battle for me along with my other sins that we all cope and struggle with each every day. And if you jump back to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, it states, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. I'm going to reread that again because I want that resonate. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Wow. Amen and amen. So let's break that down, because this is so important. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's very understandable. I think a lot of us trust the Lord, but once again, we live in a sinful world. And that if we think that we trust the Lord, for instance, um, you know, when a lot of people, a lot of, um, Dr. Tony Evans, he said he trusted in the Lord. And and when his wife passed away, um, he said that, you know, it was hard for him to trust. And there's a lot of people when uh, your loved one passes away and that you trusted the Lord that he was going to heal them and you trusted the Lord that everything was going to be okay and that one day they were going to, uh, heal and get better but at the end of the day the, he does heal you know it might not be under uh, under our own understanding and that's where that other second part is and lean not on your own understanding we don't understand half of the things that go on in this world we don't understand why certain people get sick we don't understand why prayer sometimes works and doesn't work but one thing that we do understand and as we continue to grow in acknowledgement of the lord and we develop is that we grow in acknowledgement that he loves you and he has set a place for you up in heaven and that he wants what's best for you as well and it's interesting because I always think I have to understand things. I always have to think, 
And that's another roadblock that I have. I also struggle with because I always want to understand things. I'm always a person that dives in. Why do things happen to bad people? Or how does a car work? Can I get a little? Can I get a little bit of understanding? Or why is our country heading to a, a bad direction? Can I get better understanding? You know, that's one of the things that I also struggle with, and that's the thing is that I tend to lean onto my own understanding and think, okay, Lord, you know what? You don't understand. You know, you're not in this present. You know, you don't have to. Uh, pay high taxes. You don't have to know if it's going to be your last day, especially if you're in a communist country and that you're in shell being war. Or sometimes I ask. I also said this to the to um to God. This when my grandpa and my grandma were both sick, I said to God, "You don't understand what I'm going through. You know, you don't understand how we're. You know, you said that you heal people. You know, Lord, you said that you heal them." You made Lazarus rise from the dead. You made the blind man talk or see. You made the dumb to talk. But the under but the whole thing is is that God is just looking at me and thinking, "Wow, are you done?" No, there's a there's a purpose and there's a reason. And that's the thing that I also struggle with is not understanding, not having a full comprehension and understanding. And last but not well, and another, um, as we continue down on verse six, it states, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. When you are on the path that God has set for you and you are in the midst of a foggy moment, you are in the midst of a thunderstorm. All right. There is something when you acknowledge God and he does something. He, he puts a sense of peace over your heart and he he gives you energy. He gives you brand new life. And he provides a brand new peace to flow over you. Because the moment we acknowledge him is the moment that we're asking for help. And he was, and he is willing to help. And how awesome an assurance is that. And last but not least, we're going back in Psalms uh, 139 verse 22. And it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me. And know my anxieties. Verse 23 again. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. God knows your anxiety. God knows what your triggers are. God knows the the, the, the trials and tribulations you go out and each and every day. He knows that you can't sleep properly. He knows that you, no matter what you do, you don't sometimes make it to church because you have to work two or three jobs. He knows that. And he also knows the anxieties of each and every single one of us. And that he always he's asking for is to call for us to call upon him to provide a sense of peace over our hearts and provide uh, men and women to surround us so that we can glorify unto him. And, you know, with all this in mind, we have triggers and negative behaviors are most likely to go off when you are tired, stressed, and out of balance. That is out of the whole thing that I found out, okay? There is a certain time when I feel like I'm anxious, I feel like I'm stressed, and that's when our balance and triggers tend to rush over us. When we are in our stressed moments when we are out of balance per se and that is when my triggers tend to over sometimes power me and we can't have that happen 
And so here are the 14 uh, different tips or ideas uh, that will hopefully build a greater balance in your life. Number one, we have to prioritize um, our time with God. Share the joys and disappointments and hear his loving affirmation over you. Prioritize your time with God. We have, we live in a busy world. We live in a world where time is moving continually, whether we like it or not. We live in a world where the news sometimes, we forget what happens yesterday. And our retention rate is like, is so small now. We also live in a world where, you know, if we let the time pass, for instance, you know, if we watch YouTube for a long, too long or if you play or if you play Minecraft too long, time just flies between beneath your eyes. So we have to prioritize our time. Instead of watching Minecraft or instead of watching football on all the, pretty much, it's sad that according to the ESPN calendar, they're going to have football every single day until uh, the end of the year. Now, I know I love football, but that's a little too much for me. I know I love sports, but really, you have to have sports on every single day. And if somebody watches it all the time, where's the priority? And who are they worshiping? So we have to set our time and set a time uh, with God each and every day or even once a week. Number two, list and celebrate the successes alongside with thanking God. Make a list. You know, take some time after this, after listening to this episode. Take a list. Make a list. and Celebrate the short goals you made and celebrate and write down what you have overcome maybe. And just celebrate that with God and be just give that to God and say thanks for him because he provided it all. And as we continue down with the list, I'm sure, you know, uh, after the successes and stuff, um, list and celebrate what you are grateful for every day to cultivate a heart of gratitude, believing that God is good. And when we face difficult times. Wow, that is something powerful. And that's where I'm going to leave it off at today. I'm sure that I was going to name 14, but I think three is enough because that's already a lot. And I definitely can tell you, making a list of just three things you're thankful for makes a huge impact. It made an impact in my life when I was overseas. And I thanked, and I wrote, I started to make a list each and every day. What am I thankful for? I would sometimes say water. I would also say sometimes daylight. And when you're coming up to something being thankful, it doesn't have to be, I'm thankful for a brand new car or a house. Well, you can be thankful, but then if you um, have, if you say something big or think that you have to be thankful for the biggest things in your life, then you miss out on the little things. For instance, air, breath of air God, that God provides. So with this in mind, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember, we can, with those three um, tips or ideas I provided, you can therefore balance your life and be just honest with yourself and give your anxieties and give your worries to God. And sometimes we don't have to understand what God does. That's not for us to know. That's for God to know. But all we can do is to go and glorify and be obedient unto his commands that he provides for us. With this in mind, let's dive in with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, may you guide us and protect us. You know, we sometimes think that we have to get a better understanding of who you are. We also sometimes think that we have to be one step ahead of you, Lord. But anyway, you gave us birth. You gave us life. Lord, you also know what's going on in our lives without even us knowing. 
So help us, give us a sense of peace, not knowing, to not know what's going to happen next, but to focus on the now instead of the future. To focus on worshiping you and prioritizing time with you, Lord. Because we get, we get distracted with so many things in our lives. That's not even funny. We sometimes uh, prioritize too many things and not enough time for you, Lord. So may you, so may you give us a direction of prioritization, and we can have, uh, put your priority over our lives. May you guide us and protect us as we continue on the path that you have given us, so that when we cross that finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." And in Jesus' name we pray, amen <clears throat> and amen. With this in mind, guys, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.